We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Which is so amazing and loved by everyone. Afternoons on the score. Here's Purdy with a lot of time. Steps into one. Launching deep. Going for Brandon Ayuk. It is. Oh, he caught it off the ricochet. Penalty. Is he in? He's down to the five. We'll see what the penalty is. I'll tell you what. This is, about as, this is the best play they've made all day. And, oh, man. Kendall Vendori had one. It hit him right in the face mask. And then, man, give credit there to Brandon Ayuk just staying with the play and catching it off the deflection. There is no foul in the play. The catch was made. And he runs down at the contact at the four-and-a-half-yard line. First down San Francisco. Brandon Ayuk overjoyed as you should be. Tell us all about that catch. Before the game, a ladybug landed on my shoe. And y'all know what that means. So that's all I can say because I don't know. I don't know. Just great luck. God was with us today. Great win. Bang, bang, honor game. It's crazy. We better take that ladybug to the Super Bowl because you're going to be going there to see the Kansas City Chiefs. Congratulations. Great, great job. Kevin, back up to you. Wow. Ladybug landed on the shoe, and I guess it works. Wish you would have told me that. I would have bet the Niners instead of the Lions. I didn't know I was betting against ladybird luck or ladybug luck more it's more ladybug than ladybird more ladybugs than birds yeah ladybird fun movie though (laughs) there's a ronin out there just (laughs) chucking it throwing it daniel nars loves that movie of course if if memory serves but yeah ladybugs when it lands on you anywhere not just your shoe for the record ladybug lands on you anywhere it deems you worthy of of the luck it was a great answer if you're a lions fan Crush. How are you dealing with it? 312-644-6767. We got to have Lions fans in the mob. Chicago is a mecca of the Midwest. There are many of you who went to Michigan, Michigan State, hell, Western, Central, Eastern. Anywhere. Anywhere. Anywhere if you're a Lions fan where Mm -hmm. you went to school would be fine. Uh, you, you text some uh, some friends yeah, of, of yours yeah, along I mean, the way. I, listen, Robbie Triano, score producer, is a diehard Lions fan. He was uh, we had a great time working together the last few Sundays, and I was texting with him, texting with Len Casper, texting with my buddy Laszlo, uh, who you guys have heard me tell stories about. Like he, great radio personality. Like yeah, man, these guys are devastated. Yeah, they're they're devastated. Now Casper was pretty like even keeled about an hour after the game. I didn't even broach it with him. Yeah. yeah. You've, you've become his football buddy, which is great. It's great. Like, yeah. I, I do music and stuff like that, but that hardcore lions guy, like he leaves me alone pretty much with lions. <laughs> stuff. I get a lot of lions texts and it's great. I, I, I enjoy the back and forth, but uh-huh. I mean, you know, by, by like an hour or something after the game, uh, once that I, I was done with the podcast, he's like, I mean, the Ravens have been crushing people all year. Uh-huh. And then they, they scored, you know, ten points today. It's it's a weird league. I'm supposed to be upset. This is the furthest the Lions have gone in my in my entire existence. You see what happened over at first. You know, so, Rex Ryan, who went to three in a row with the Jets. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He went to three AFC Championship games in a row, if memory serves, and lost all three of them. Yeah. Was it 
Was it three or was it two? He went back to back with Sanchez. He went back to back with Sanchez. So maybe it was just two. I thought it was three in a row. I think he's lost three. Maybe it was row. Maybe it was row. Okay. Yeah, maybe it was row. But like he he made row. Yeah, he made me feel something this morning on on the blowhard shows. That it's hard for the blowhard shows to get me to feel things. (laughs) Yeah. And Rex Ryan made me feel something about just how difficult this is because like. You get to the Super Bowl. You're forever a coach who got to the Super Bowl. You lose this game. You got freaking squat, man. I've lost three championship games. You know what you get when you lose a championship Not game? a dang thing. Not a dang thing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. This will haunt you for the rest of your life. Mm. And I'm telling you, because I, I get it. I can remember every damn one of those losses. Everything about plays. That's what it means to this football team, to Dan Campbell, to all his coaches, to every, every one of the players. They're going to be with them forever. And that's what you, you're going to react two different ways. You're going to let it just kill you. Or you're going to sit back and say, I'll be damned if that happens again. Well, I'm sure Rex Ryan chose that path and then it happened to him again. Yeah, that's right. So I'm you, sure you, I chose you, the angry path. You can choose whatever path you want. Uh, but then, it, but then it happens again. And I suspect Dan Campbell will. But like, like you're going to regret this for the rest of your effing life, like shades of of Herb Brooks and Miracle forever. Yeah, I, and I got to say, like I, I, when they were the the first one, I was thinking, kick it to go up fourteen to seventeen. But Badgley is not good. They've gone for it an NFL high twenty three times on fourth down with two or three yards to go over the last two seasons they had converted 70 percent of the time they went for it on fourth and two or fourth and three which is well above league average of 52 percent so they're one of the best teams in the nfl at going for it on fourth and short and getting it Uh and their kicker is not one of the best on those range of kicks he's 13 of 24 from for his career on kicks between 45 and 50 yards just 50 percent eight for 16 yeah on those kicks outdoors Danny there so, were 15 so, of 20 at fourth and three or fewer all year and two for two in the postseason yeah. they've been very very good at it and the ball goes off Josh Reynolds's hands ball goes off Josh Reynolds's hands catch the ball man execute it and Kevin Clark said this on Twitter and it's a little bit of an oversimplification, but I understand where he's coming from. It's like, basically, his point was, you do it one way all year, and then you start doing it a different way when the games get tight or the criticism comes in. Yeah. That's how you get Brandon Staley. Well, I, I, yeah, that I was, saw that. That, that was his point. point. And it, it was like, this is at least dance with the girl who brung you. I know. It, but it, it is as cruel as sports gets when the aggregate math of the thing and the way you've done it overall, it is still the right call to the gut. But then in this one freaking chance, it bites you in the ass. It reminds me of Kevin Cash taking out Blake Snell. He did it all year long. But in this spot, should he change what he does? Ask him after the results come in. So it, it, there, there's a specific Dan Campbell aspect I want to get to on this too. But like... But this idea of just how cruel it is, this is when sports is at its most cruel, when, like, the right strategy goes wrong, terribly, terribly wrong, even though it was right for you all year long. Of course, a lot of people disagree that it was the right strategy. A lot of Lions fans wanted to chime in. Josh Lake in the Hills is on the Parkinson Spiegel Show. What up, Josh? Hey, guys. I think he needs to go. I, I, I have no problem with his aggression. If you want to go for it at a fourth down early in the game, I'm all for it. But when, when you're at the 30-yard yard line and 
San Francisco at that point has the momentum. You need to at least tie the game. And if you look at what was going on through the course of the game at that point, it would have probably ended with a tie game, and then you let it go in overtime. Wait, no was- way, dude. See, that's a terrible misread of the game <laughs> situation, and he knew it. You said it. They had all the momentum. Not a single stop in the second half. You've got to assume that whenever you give them the ball, they're going to go back down and score on you because that's all they've you've done. You've got to take the points when you have the chance to take the points. But you're assuming some kind of freaking tie? Well, it's a 48-yard kick. It's not a guarantee that he makes it. Right. That's that's the other they, thing. Get, well, they didn't make it on fourth down, did they? No, they did not. But I'm saying when he, okay. decide, when he decides to go for it, you don't know if he's going to make it or not. Okay. That's what I'm saying. At that point, San Francisco wait, had the wait, momentum. Just to be clear, though, Josh, and, and you're, you're, you're a Lions what? fan. You're a Lions fan, obviously. Die hard. And you, and you, and you I want, raised you my want... flag, and I've gotten picked on years after years after years because I was born and raised in Detroit. And you want and Dan Campbell fired? Because I was transferred because of my job. But you want Dan Campbell and fired? Like, Is that how you led the call? You want him fired? I want him fired because of how he's looked at this game. Most playoff wins should, since 1957. You, we could have made it. You have to look at what's going on at that particular time during the game. But jo- Josh, okay. game, if you, Dan Campbell, um, he built this thing. He built this I, thing. Yeah. He and the GM, they they built it for three years. They did amazing things together to get this to this point, and you're set up to be very good again, and hopefully again after that. And you want to fire well, him for game start, management. It doesn't matter if you go sixteen and zero or seventeen and zero through the regular season. What is the main goal? To win the championship, man. <laughs> all right, Josh. That's all I'm saying. Uh, no, no, you've you've said it. Thank you for the call. It's incredible. Wants wants him fired. Yeah. Let's go to the next Josh in Berkeley. Josh is on the score. Big pile of Josh. A lot of Josh Lions fans in the mob. <laughs> that guy's unhinged. Okay. <laughs> I can't possibly believe he wants Dan Campbell fired. Uh, I'm I'm tired this morning. I'm exhausted. I feel like my heart was ripped out. I feel like all Lions fans are, but. Watching it in live time at Ford Field last night at the watch party. Wow. I, I felt I felt cool with it initially because you've seen it all season long. But when it doesn't work out, when Josh Reynolds drops that ball, oh I you know, you just felt it piling up in the second half. If you kick the field goal, that first field goal when you hold the forty ers to three, if you make it, it makes it a three point or a three possession game. And I think that's kind of where that's my argument. Well, what you said about that you were cool with it in the moment. What what was the vibe? That's awesome that you were there, like, at at Ford, because that's the real test. In the moment, you know, I wonder if Josh and Lake in the Hills was furious in the moment. How do you not tie the game? Maybe he was, but I I think there were a lot of people who were like, this is what we do. We try to maximize possessions. This is is who we are. That's how we felt, and that's how we felt about MCDC all season long, and we didn't love it. Obviously, it's worked out for us a lot. Sometimes it hasn't, but when it happened last night, especially the first time, you know, when you hold San Francisco to three points, you're like, okay, this is the stop we needed. Now we go back down the field. we got to get some points here. It just felt like momentum was possibly shifting, even though we felt like we, we, you know, we held them to that three. And then it felt like a snowball effect after that. Josh, you know, was, Josh was what was it like now. walking out of Ford Field last <laughs> oh night? Oh, my God. Uh, I think I walked out last night because obviously a lot of people had to uh, to work in the morning, and that was me too. But last night, I think we left. Um, there was a short. Uh, there was a short 
fourth down play or a third down play by the 49ers when Brock Purdy, I think it was the first rush that he had to basically take the life out of a comeback. Um, and we were leaving then, and that's when everybody basically started leaving their seats, and we were like, oh, it's over. You know what I mean? It's just like it, you had the game won, Ugh. and all of a sudden it's just that's it, man. That's all she wrote. Thanks for the call, Josh. Appreciate you. There's an important point about Dan Campbell that needs to be made. This is not an analytics wonk. This is not a numbers guy. This is not a Narpian mindset that has bled down, whereas there have been lots of people who think like that, or Brandon Staley or others, who kind of drive jocks crazy. Dan Campbell is the dude who wants to bite your freaking kneecaps off. He is a jock. He's doing this. He's this aggressive for a couple of reasons. One is that he loves how it changes what they can do on third down, as Greg Olson did a great job describing over and over. And two, he believes in the momentum of the thing, the vibes of the team. He believes that they are more arrogant and therefore play better when he shows them he thinks they can get it. And yes, the numbers support it, so the GM's cool with it, so like all the numbers people are cool with it. But he's the, he was trying to take back the momentum. He didn't do it because the math said it. He was trying to take back the momentum because he knew they were getting their ass kicked the entire second half. And I respect that that's the mindset where he's coming from. I got to say, though, I didn't expect, because I we've talked about this before, momentum is a weird word. I think it's more about confidence. You don't get it. Reynolds drops it. You start playing tight. Niners see blood in the water. Then they score a touchdown. Their confidence is up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I, yeah. Synonyms <laughs> maybe for momentum. But I, I looked at it like I was disappointed that the Lions – who have been conditioned to do this all year by this coach, we are aggressive. We will punch you in the mouth before you could punch us in the mouth. We're going to go for it. If we don't get it, don't worry about it. We're going to go for it again. Don't hang your head. They tightened up. They did. Mm-hmm. The Goth, it seemed like every bad play that the Lions had the whole game happened after that Reynolds drop. And that that is not So is what, that the fault of the drop or the decision? It's the fault of the drop, isn't uh, it? Uh, of course. Of course, but but what I'm saying what I'm saying is is like I so I don't know if Badgley would have made the kick or if he would have been feeling the pressure mm-hmm. and then Goff tightened up and he missed a couple of plays and then all of a sudden the Niners are scoring and the defense is letting up a little bit and they're playing on their heels. It's yeah, like you're, they were not supposed to. They were supposed to be the tough team that wouldn't crumble at because of one drop, mm-hmm. because of one turnover on downs, and they they weren't. They they absolutely crumble. Twenty seven unanswered points. Yeah, I know, I know. But by by the time he's by the time he goes for it, instead of trying the forty eight yarder that would have tied it, you know they had been exposed. And look, Kurt Warner brought up momentum right away. You, you can question momentum in baseball. Uh, p- people question it all the time in football. When we see the thin margin that it is, yeah, to, like you got to be that extra little bit more physical. You got to want it that extra little bit more and be that extra little bit more arrogant uh, in a good way in football. So it, it's a hundred percent a real thing, and the players will tell you. Adam in Grand Haven is on the score. What up, Adam? What's up, fellas? Hey, at 44, I'm uh, uh, a matured fan. My dad bailed on the Lions and became a Packers fan, Oof. what, 20 years ago. I've ridden with him, but not hard. I've just decided that I'm not going to let it ruin me uh, because I let it ruin me for years. <laughs> I mean, and that could be a Lions fan or anybody where, where just the, day, the next day is just, just miserable. Um, so I, I'm definitely trying to be optimistic. Um, it's something, you know, we've never felt this before, 
we've never felt a game of that magnitude or a loss like this. And so I think that's that's wildly different. I, I think we're still processing what it means. Call Red Sox know? fans. Um, Call Red Sox fans when Grady – when seriously, when Grady Little left Pedro Martinez out there, you know? Call, yeah. call, call Cubs fans when a decision was made, you know? It, it's like certain – because these are, these are decisions. It's not everything falling apart, but certain, certain decisions. When Dusty Baker's leaving Dave Veers out there as, uh, as, as Jack McKeon is throwing out, you know, Dontrell Willis and Carl Pavano and other guys. Right. I mean, and you know, we did what we did uh, all year and we did what got us there. Right. And so I think you're, we can't, you know, go back on it. I think that, uh, that undermines everything that you've built. I guess I'm just concerned. uh, And I love that you guys are talking lions. I know it's an NFC championship game. That's why, but um, I'd love to hear more about what we're thinking in terms of Aaron Glenn and the defense, because that's not the first time they've given up major points after. Well, a big that's lead. not what we're talking about. This is this isn't the ticket. This isn't the ticket. We're not really talking lions. We're talking lions, non-lions. Talking but football, broken hearts. Adam, appreciate the call, man. Listen, the bear, the Bears will have to deal with the Lions for years to come. The Bears beat them once, could have beat them both times this year, and. What Dan Campbell said after the game, I think relates to, I think any fan of any team that has lost in a Final Four, a conference championship, a championship game, you can relate to this. And it is one of the most truisms of, in all of sports. Mm-hmm. And this is what I, I do want to talk about with the Lions as it relates to the Bears. Next on The Score. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. I was listening to those two gizmos giving you a hard time. And- Are we talking Parkinson Spiegel? You guys. My it. guys. Yeah. Afternoons on The Score. We're going to finish hard. We're going to finish fast. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. They had us. They had us in the first half, not going to lie. But, and here we are now. Let's go, Faithful. We're back, baby! Woo! Talking NFC Championship game, talking the Dan Campbell decisions, talking Lions and Niners. Before we hear from Dan Campbell quickly, you know what the worst decision that they made was? Running on third and goal. At the, oh, at the very easily. at the very end of the game. That you it, can't you cannot you can't do it. Or if you're going to do it, you have to have your field goal team ready to sprint out there and use 10 to 12 seconds max. You Instead can't, of the timeout. You can't burn the timeout. But I, I don't think, but I don't, if you're going to kick the field goal when you get down that close, you should have been kicking the field goal before you ran a single play. Right, b- before to, you to, ran to, any time to, off. To keep as much time. So I, th- I think once you, once you get down that close, you have to be going for touchdowns. You have to pass because there's no difference in having two timeouts be three time. Uh, you know what I mean? Like three timeouts is the only way that you can get the ball back. It's the only way you still have a shot. Two, two timeouts doesn't do anything yeah. for you. So run, running the ball there was completely insane. Th- that one was brutal and awful and completely indefensible. Yeah, that 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 was the one that they should be catching more heat for, frankly. But uh, here is Dan Campbell with some raw emotion that I do think is relatable after the game. I'm really proud of all, all these guys. I am. I mean, and uh, it's hard when you lose that way. Um, it's hard. You know, you feel like you get your heart ripped out. So, um but I'm proud of that group, and I'll go anywhere with that group. And uh, you wish you could keep it all together, but that's not the reality. So, um, you know, we did some really good things, but today we, we didn't do enough, and uh, and it's tough. I just felt really good about us. 
converting and uh, getting our momentum and and not letting them play long ball. Um, you know, they were bleeding the clock out. That's what they do. Um, and I wanted to get the upper hand back, um, you know, and it's easy hindsight and I get it, you know, um, I get that, but I don't regret those decisions. And that's hard. You know, it's hard because, you know, they didn't, we didn't come through. It wasn't able to, to work out, but I just, I don't, I don't. And I understand the scrutiny I'll get. That's part of the gig, man. Um, but, you know, we just, just didn't work out. Sometimes you can only say so much. You got to live it, unfortunately. You got to get your heart ripped out, which we did. And it's a lesson learned. And look, I told those guys, this may have been our only shot. Do I think that? No. Do I believe that? No. However, I, I know how hard it is to get here. I, I'm well aware. And it'll be, it's going to be twice as hard to get back to this point next year than it was this year. That's, that's the reality. And if we don't have the same hunger and the same work, which is a whole other thing, once we get the offseason, um, then we got no shot of getting back here. I don't care how much better we get or what we add or what we drive. It's irrelevant. Um, it's going to be tough. Everybody in our division is going to be loaded back up. And, uh, you know, you're not hiding from anybody anymore. Everybody's going to want a piece of you, and uh, which is fine, you know, which is fine. But – um, so it's hard. You want to make the most of every opportunity. And we, we had an opportunity and we just couldn't close it out. It's, it does. It stings. It stings. You know, they're, they're very disappointed. You know, it's disappointing. And I think I said it pretty, pretty vividly. It's like getting your heart ripped out. And uh, it's, it's hard. You know, it's hard. And no, we didn't come in and have to nobody. We were doing backflips like, all right, we got this thing. Well, they know better. We all know better. We talked about it. We knew they were going to make a run in the second half. We talked about it. We knew we were going to have to weather a storm in the second half. And uh, so when they started to make a push, it would, no, we weren't surprised. We just couldn't counter back. And we've always been able to counter back. We just couldn't quite do it in this one. Man, he's great at the messaging. And I do think it covers for some of the criticism on decisions that people hate. But I thought the realest thing in there was, we don't know if we'll ever get back. And how many teams have we seen? I mean, we covered a White Sox team at the start of that run. Mm-hmm. That it was like, oh, the window's open. They're set up for, what, five years? Six years of year-in and year-out playoff appearances? Window shuts like that. Yeah, the Cubs was supposed to be sustained dominance, sustained success. Hell, and in the NFL, man, I mean, history's littered with stuff like that. I always think of Dan Marino in his second year yep. in the Super Bowl never got back. Yep, it's never ri- got back. It's ridiculously difficult. Yeah. The, the chips that fell in a way that they got two straight home games in the playoffs. Right. And were able to do that. There's, they were only guaranteed the one. Yeah. I mean, there's, 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 there's no reason that, that those chips could fall the same way. No, it's unbelievably difficult. So... The Lions are set up in it for, to be good, but they are going to pay off more money. They are going to lose their offensive coordinator to a head coaching job. Mm-hmm. They'll get older, you know, but they sh- they'll go in the next year as the favorites in the North, but the Packers are emerging, youngest offense in the league. The Bears, a seven-win team with the ability to add significantly in the draft and free agency this offseason. See if the Vikings keep Kirk Cousins. Yeah, d- damn good coach, at least, in Minnesota, where mm-hmm. they shouldn't be an easy out. So, yeah, it's 
And they, he, they easily could regress next year with a target on their back. Absolutely, easily. absolutely. And and the fact that that everybody sees you coming this time, that it's not the, the same kind of thing. Like, I, I hope that something is clear in the backdrop here from at least this Bears fan, and I think a lot of Bears fans. These were concurrently dysfunctional family businesses, the Lions and the Bears, for a long-ass time. And then... When they, when that ownership group decided to hire Chris Spielman and go get one of their own as a football guy, hey, would you advise us and make us smarter? And then they go get Brad Holmes, and Holmes brings in Campbell, and their first deal is trading Stafford and doing their equivalent of the Herschel Walker trade and grabbing Jared Goff. And then their first draft pick is Panay Sewell. How good was that guy yesterday? Yeah, it's he's like awesome. the, what they have built should be the envy of every single Bears fan. Every single one. It's the dream of changing a dysfunctional family business into an incredibly healthy organization. So I know there are a lot of Bears fans who found themselves yesterday cheering for them because you admire the transformation. You're like, you know what? They've never gotten there. And so if you're one that that cheered for them and you're feeling the pain for them, you come by it honestly through envy. No question. Our next guest will join us for just a couple of minutes to talk about a great event that we have coming up that you can be a part of, but also he happens to own casinos and be a big Lions fan. Derek Stevens next on The Score. We're going to Vegas, Mike. Vegas! Vegas, baby! Vegas! My best friend, Derek Stevens. I can't go to lunch. I've got a meeting with Derek Stevens. We're going to be at Stadium Swim, Legacy Club, the Sportsbook. This is going to be awesome. I'm not only legitimate, but running a casino. And that's like selling people dreams for cash. Get ready for the time of your life at Las Vegas' newest entertainment destination, Circa Resort and Casino. Wherever Derek is is where I'm going. <laughs> that's my mantra. I'm Derek Stevens. Welcome home. I Joining us now on the hotline presented appropriately by Circa Sports Illinois is our friend and yours, Derek Stevens. Sorry about that loss, Derek. Wow, what a gut-wrenching loss that was. But, uh, well, we'll get over it. But, man, what a game. What, what, what a championship Sunday. The whole, the whole day. What a day. Yeah, the day was the day was absolutely incredible, and we're going to talk about being out at Benchmark with you guys uh, for the big game. But, I mean, you gave away seats on your plane to go to the NFC Championship game. You're a Detroit guy. I mean, I know that you, you root for the position that, that Circa has, uh, you know, on the board with the markets, but, but how, how, did you, <laughs> how, how did you experience that whole thing? Well, what's crazy is that uh, out of the four teams going into, going into Championship Sunday – just the way it played out was uh, Detroit was the team that uh, Circus Sports uh, was 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 rooting for for uh, um, out of the four remaining teams. Um, that's not that unusual, you know. I mean, the Baltimore Ravens were kind of the preseason favorite and darling. There, uh, you know, you can you can get them at thirty to one, but there was a lot of action that came in on that number. And then, you know, the 49ers, the first, you know, two months of the season, they looked under, like unbeatable. So we took a ton of money on the 49ers. So just the way it played out, we needed the Lions to win the Super Bowl. So obviously that's not happening. So uh, so now we're just getting prepared for what should be another uh, great Super Bowl matchup here. Yeah, in the city of the Niners. there's only one game left, Derek. And uh, sorry your Lions aren't in it, but my God, I can't wait to be hanging out with you at Benchmark in the Old Town neighborhood 
The doors will open at noon for the uh, for admission. The score is going to be there with a live broadcast on Super Bowl Sunday from 12 to 3, featuring our full on-air staff, Mully and Haw, Bernstein, Holmes, and Rahimi, and Danny and I. That's going to be so much fun. Tell people about the event a little bit, Derek. Yeah, really what we're doing is we've, uh, we've reached out to a number of uh, uh, current customers for Circus Sports Illinois, and We've uh, offered them the ability to bring their friends, and then uh, you know we're opening it up, uh, open up to the public. It's a pretty, uh, pretty easy way to get, to get to get in, as you just show up uh, with your Circus Sports Illinois uh, app, uh, app funded on your phone, uh, funded with at least a hundred dollars, and uh, and you can get in. It's going to be uh, limited, I think, to three hundred and seventy-five people at the party, and we're providing all kinds of food and merch and uh, it's going to be a heck of a heck of a uh, big game party that's for sure so we're excited about doing this our first time doing this uh in uh in the chicagoland area so we're, we're pretty fired up about it well yep that'll be great so people need to sign up they can go to circusports.com to get all of the information but it's noon to three uh the day of the big game at benchmark and as speak said all three of the, the daytime shows are going to be there, and there's free food available. There's a DJ, live entertainment, the whole thing. So uh, it's our first time doing a big party with you here. I mean, it's not Stadium Swim, but it'll do. You know what I mean? Yeah, and Derek, as long as you're there, I know Danny will be hanging around with you. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, we should have a lot of fun. You know, we're, we're excited about bringing a few things kind of new maybe to uh, Illinois. Uh, first one, I think we're going to post it on the Circus Sports Illinois app uh, tomorrow. We'll, uh, we're going to post our Circus Squares. This is uh, – something we brought to the table like everybody knows what squares are like uh but you know you put you, you buy in and then you randomly get uh, assigned a couple numbers well with circus squares you can actually pick the numbers and uh, the odds are different on each number so you know it's not like if you get given a five out of five you know you're kind of despondent you're thinking oh man i got nothing left well here here you're gonna that's probably gonna pay a little more than a thousand to one or something like that. So hmm. circuit squares will be on our app by tomorrow. And uh, yeah, you pick your own numbers for each quarter and then for, for, uh, for the final score. So that, that's something I think, uh, I think everybody in Illinois is going to have a lot of fun with. All right. Well, people should download the app and if you put it in, I mean, you're going to be better on the game anyway. So fund it with at least a hundred bucks and then come on out for a great party at benchmark with uh circus sports and the score will be there. Derek. Thanks, man. Enjoy the game. Hey, thanks. Great to talk to you guys. Take care. All right. Talk thanks, to man. you soon. Hope to see you soon. Can we come to the game? <laughs> send, send your plane for us. Oh, he's already gone? Okay, fine. That's too bad. Yeah, it's too bad. But yeah, You got his number, right? You can... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll text him right now to send yeah, the plane around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. Molly Haw, you, me, Bernsey, Layla, Lawrence. Seven people on the air for three hours at Benchmark. I think we can do it. What could go wrong? I think we could absolutely do it. It might be a tad chaotic, and maybe my friend Tad Chaotic will be there, which would be awesome. But it's like, I mean, this is the kind of Does stuff. Does he have the app? <laughs> Tell him to put 100 bucks in his account, me, and then he me, can get in. Let me text Tad. Tad, grab the Circus Sports app, drop a hundo in. As Danny said, you're going to be betting on the big game anyway. Yeah, so I mean, you really are. And, and you'll be fine. Just go ahead, and then you get it for free, and you get free food, and all, I mean, all, all, all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, it's uh this is the kind of thing the station should be doing. All of us hanging out and yeah. a chance for the listeners to come hang out on Super Bowl Sunday. And we can still all, if we want, either stay there or go home and be on the couch by game time. You do whatever you I, want. I will be going home, unfortunately, yeah. because I got the podcast right after and we go live. So I don't want to be commuting during the game. That's a great excuse. Yeah, but I will. I'm going to be a guest on your podcast right after. So that's why I. Okay, also perfect. Have to go but home. I mean, hey, from noon to three and hang, yeah. out, hang out for a beer or something afterwards. Uh-huh. That'd be fine. Um, we're aware, by the way, of two separate viewers for your podcast last night after the games on uh, the Scores YouTube least. channel. Yeah, at least two. At least two. One of them was. 
Chris Tannehill, yes. who was tuned in as he was, I believe, you know, living his Sunday life, you know, living his best Sunday life. Tanny does tremendous job with everything he touches. Ah, wonder what he thinks of the hire. And then uh, Nick Wright also. Locked in. He's uh, he's the most loyal first and pod listener that there, that there is. I My get, God. I get, I get a text. Uh, me, Nick, and Pony, we get a text uh, every Friday morning uh-huh. and Monday morning. The first and often only person that I hear from about the pod <laughs> is That's television tremendous. superstar Nick yeah. Wright. And then sometimes he shouts it out, and then sometimes I feel like he soft steals the takes, but that's fine. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, that's influenced. But, you He's know. sub-taking you? Yeah, a little bit of sub-taking, but he often credits it on television. Uh-huh. So. You know, you can hear him on The Score in Chicago. You can hear him on First and Pod, a great podcast he does with Andrew Filipponi. Wow. He's a great radio host. See? Wow. This is how he... he Ooh, that's he, a lot of great. Mm. He plugs very fast. Great. It's a great plug. Reminds guy. me of when I called you uh, a, a, a great partner and a good friend. Is that no, what no, it was? It was a great radio host and a good friend. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I downgraded you from great to good. Danny I'll, said, what's the problem with that? <laughs> I like that. I'll take that every yeah, time. Right. I was totally fine with you it. You chose that. I was totally fine with it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I have great friends. <laughs> I don't need to be that. They don't. They don't call me a great radio host, but you're in the business. Uh-huh. I would rather you speak to my radio hosting ability than my friend, my friendship ability. Uh-huh. Uh, what did you make of Purdy yesterday? We talked so much about the Lions. Understandably, it's the most direct tie into the Bears. But on the other side of it, like Kurt Warner's answer, if people were not listening to it about an hour ago, it was great. He's basically saying, why do we need to know mm-hmm. if he is good independent of Trent Williams and George Kittle and Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey and Kyle Shanahan and their defense? And I get it. He's right. He's young and there's a lot of time left. And that is objectively true. But I bet John Lynch would like to know. I bet Kyle Shanahan would like to know. Well, you saw what got buried, what, a week and a half ago in the Brock Purdy feature piece on ESPN. That they reached out to Brady. That they reached yeah, out talked to. talked about it a little bit last week. They yeah. reached out to Brady before the season began. Yeah. And yeah. if they had lost that game yesterday, I mean, Kyle Shanahan's dream of Kirk Cousins reunion that he's had since their Washington days together. I'm not even convinced that even if they win the Super Bowl that that's done. Like if you're going to pay a quarterback, might as well pay the guy you believe that can... you absolutely know can do it. That you absolutely know can do it. So it still might happen. But then again, you don't I don't think anything would help make you believe Brock Purdy's good. Probably not. Yeah, I don't think you're gettable. I don't think I, it's a winnable I, one for I, you. I, I mean, unless he goes to Arizona and goes to his second Super Bowl like Kurt Warner did after his greatest show on turf time. I mean, if Kendall Vildor catches that ball, <laughs> he has zero touchdowns, two interceptions, and 50 fewer passing yards. Oh, it's, a, it's a little early to say zero touchdowns. Okay. Early in the game. Okay. To say that. They scored a touchdown on that drive after that ball was caught. So, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they, I know. They, they probably lose the game. Maybe he gets a touchdown Maybe. individual later. But they they they, they, but, they probably uh, okay. lose the game. But he made a lot of plays, Danny. It, it, you know what he reminded you of? He ran around. Okay. He reminded you that he has enough athleticism and smarts and moxie to extend the play. He extended the play a bunch of times and made passes that were really good and smart and creative. And he also extended the play a bunch of times and then ran. He ran for like 51 yards. And that was absolutely the difference in in the game in several different uh, you know, third down pickups, especially that one late. He made a ton of extra 
off-schedule plays in addition to the kind of stuff that he usually gets credit for. That's that's why you have to say that he was great yesterday. You have to. Even your buddy Nick is saying it. You know? Oh, great. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say, like... If, if thought that meant you were going to say him. No, 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 no. I won't. I won't subtake him. He can, he can have that wrong opinion. Uh, if he wins Super Bowl MVP, there will likely not be stories about them moving on from quarterback. But anything short of that, man, they've they've done it before. Garoppolo, with, with Garoppolo yeah. was in a Super Bowl. For sure. For, you know what I mean? Like I. I just have no reason to believe that they're looking to settle Purdy, at P- that position. Purdy's numbers and Purdy's eye test, a hell of a lot better than Jimmy G, though, don't you think? I, I do. I think that's very clear. I think he throws a lot of balls that are dropped as interceptions. Okay. I, I, you know what I mean? Like I, I, and, and the pro football focus grades often bear that out. He's what, three times as mobile as Jimmy Garoppolo? The, ob- yes. The, no, the, the, in terms the of leg, extending the, plays? The leg component of him is significantly different. I, no and, question. And I, no question. I remember sharing with you the stat that in Jimmy G's time as the Niners quarterback, he had not thrown a single deep touchdown outside the numbers. Yeah. And in Brock Purdy's first start, yeah. he did it twice. Yes. His first start, he's got a much better deep touch and success rate than Jimmy G and is far more mobile. So on your eye test, what do you think he would do if he was the quarterback of the Titans or the Saints? I know we don't have to answer that now, but like, what do you think? Yeah, I, I'm going to plead the Kurt Warner. Okay. Um, and gonna, okay. I'm going to send you to Kurt Warner's answer okay, in fair. our 240 segment. Okay. Because it's unanswerable, and no matter what I said, you could find a way to disagree because it is unanswerable. I know that... that of course, I'm just saying. I test. If you were going to choose to pay him, yeah. you have to have an answer to that question. Yeah, I don't know that. I, I don't know that. I'd, uh, I. I don't know that I'd pay him. Okay. Yeah. I. I so I agree with that. Th- th- you know what I mean? Well, so that that doesn't mean he can't win the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? And if you win the Super Bowl, you get paid hey man, and great and all those things. Brad Johnson won the Super Bowl. Sure. Absolutely. Mark Rippin won the Super Bowl. Right. And I, so I. I just think that's. Interesting in how we talk about. Speaking it. of Mark Rippin, um, speaking I guess of we iPads, we were. Yeah. I mean, I was. Yeah, yeah. Just a brief shout out for Joe Gibbs, who went to Super Bowls with Doug Williams and Mark Rippin and Jay Schrader and Joe Theismann. Yeah, four Super Bowls with four different quarterbacks does, for the same coach is pretty incredible. Does not get talked about enough in terms of coaching goat when you compare it to Belichick with Brady. I agree. It's why. I might be the last person in the world who's willing to say into a public forum that I think that there is a Peyton over Brady case to be made. He went to four Super Bowls with four different coaches. That's amazing. 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 He was the offense. Yeah. And I don't think I've ever seen anyone control a game, including Mahomes, more than him. The audibles, the checks at the line of scrimmage. like It, it yeah. was very clearly all his brainchild. I'm going to say that Peyton over Brady as a content creator – and oh, yes. as an entertainment machine, and there is that. Yeah, like I, I don't think I, I don't think Brady has a shot to catch up to Peyton in that way. I mean, Omaha Productions—they did the quarterbacks thing, right, on Netflix. Yes, it's an Omaha Productions yes. thing. Yes, let alone everything else. Yeah, cut that meat. Cut, I'm, cut that meat. I'm done with Tom Brady's freaking car rental commercials before every one of my YouTube videos. The Manning brothers are also coaching up Jalen in the the uh, I don't even think they call it the Pro Bowl anymore, but. Eli is coaching the NFC squad, so we'll have to ask Jalen about working with Eli. You know what? It, it, it's a nice time to remind you how much I freaking loved, flat out loved the flag football last year. 
Yeah, you're our correspondent for the program. <laughs> <laughs> We're signing that to you again this year. Congratulations. I, I'm in. I'm in. You, you got the gig. I thought it was great. I you, thought it was legit great last year. You ran on a post, uh-huh. but you, you got the gig. I mean, maybe it's my flag football background, but I was touched by the flag football angel last year. Speaks came in today uh, fresh off a trip to, to the islands saying he uh, strongly disagreed with something that I said on the internet, which is not that much of a surprise. It's next on the screen. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high. It is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.